Yeah, my dad and all of his uh, intelligence would always be like, oh, quinine. And I was like, you're confusing people. Stop it. You're making it worse. Oh, nice. You got, you got the, the thing on? <laughs> we were just having a good conversation, so you wanted to start it. Yeah. No intro whatsoever. All right, we just get right into it. We were talking about Abrahamic religions <laughs> and how people aren't that smart. <laughs> Evolution of monkeys. Yeah, no, for real, I, like, I don't know, like, the thing is, is, like, it's so, like, even, even Bill Nye said it, but, like, I don't know how much you can trust Bill Nye at that point. Well, I mean, he was probably a really, really good scientist back in the day. Now everybody has dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff, you know, how much do people remember, honestly? But, like, no, it's weird, because, like, human evolution was, like, a, a bush. It's not a family tree, it's, like, a family bush. And it's, like, so interspersed with so many different things that there's no way we can honestly tell who came from what in all honesty i have a trouble believing evolution okay i mean i i accept that as microevolution that you put us up in the alps and you develop bigger lower extremities more hair i don't think we'll change into a bird now see this is what's weird is like the thing about evolution is it's on a micro scale not on a macro scale like yeah. people think so like genetics like your 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 genes as soon as you're born one second after you're born your dna is not the same as it was as your parents yeah. you're instantly mutated and then that's to that's to the point of whenever your parents tried conceiving you that's when you share 50 percent of their dna but their dna has been mutated for some so it's, it's way too complicated to ever understand yeah it's way too understand people are like oh well we have a double helix and blah 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 and i'm like all right that's nice but there are people born with triple helixes is that right yes we found inside new DNA theory that people can be born with up to seven to eight chromosome sets at a time. Well, I've heard of like men being born with uh, two white chromosomes. That's a trip because... <laughs> and yeah, if you're born with like, so what they're saying and like what you can hypothesize with is if you're born with say three X chromosomes and one Y chromosome, you're a really effeminate man. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and that happens. Yeah. yeah. And that happens. And they don't talk about that in school. Well, because now it's it's a new thing. So since school is always like 20 years behind schedule anyway. Oh, so is that where they come up with these uh, multiple genders? Yeah, things like that. Um, it's even more, It's well, see, in my, in my college class that I learned in health, literally the definition of sex is the genitals you're born with. This definition of gender is society standards that you put onto those genitals you're born with. So gender doesn't really exist. Gender is just a society standard. So when people are like, oh, I'm gender fluid, I was like, so you're stupid fluid. What genitals are you born with? Yeah. That's your sex. If you're a hermaphrodite, you're male or you're female. Those are the only things that you can be. Your gender is like, I'm a fucking ham sandwich. Boom, I'm gender fluid now. Oh, you can't tell me I'm not a ham sandwich? You're just oppressing me. Like, it, it makes no sense. It's literally a form of dysphoria, and that's a mental illness. Yeah, well, we're pretty mentally ill these days. Yeah, dysphoria is not okay. It is not okay. That's like, when people ask kids, all right, what gender are you? I'm barely even figuring out life, dog. I look down at myself, and I go, all right, I got a penis. I don't know what it does yet. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. How you expect me to know what gender I am now? I just tell kids, you're an Apache attack helicopter with twin Gatlings. Have fun. What's a gender? Yeah, what's a gender? Everybody, what, definitions change every time, dude. Uh, are you a boy or a girl? I'm a girl now. 
Right. And I don't have a problem with it. Like, whatever you want to be is whatever you want to be in life. Like, I think the moment you start talking about it, everybody's like, they're attacking me and oppressing me now. Go to a third world country and figure out how oppressed you actually are. Yeah. Uh, it's tough, man. You know, it's, um, uh, it's uh, being a, I don't know. Domination at its best, being dominated spiritually. Yeah, no, literally, like at a at a point, like how would I even describe it? Like, I mean, Islam's a religion that's not based on humans. Every religion is really based off of a human. Buddhism based off Watma, Christianity based off Jesus. You know, uh, Judaism is is based off of the Jews. You know what I mean? Like, they're all based off of a specific person. Or a group of people, or, or I'm sorry, not Jews, Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. Um, but then you go into like old like Arabic tapestries that have like literally like lines of like family trees of how Abraham and his people traded and you know like their 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 daughters and sons and stuff like that. Like they have that all written down. Now who's to say somebody didn't smudge out a couple names or something like that? You know what I mean? It gets really really. It gets really convoluted really, really fast. Space got packed. Yeah, I know, yeah, real fast. I mean, it's good food, you know what I mean? So that's why. He's drinking. Smells like laundry detergent, you know? It smells like that clean, fresh scent, you know? Yeah. Simple green. Yeah, simply green or whatever, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I think a really weird thing to think about is, like, IQ and testosterone and estrogen uh, change due to trauma. 
Did you go through that? Yes, actually. Because I, I went through my whole life thinking that I wasn't that smart until I talked to my therapist and she was like, oh, you're a hyper-intellectual. And I was like, what does that mean? She was like, usually people who go through hyper-intensive trauma usually end up being smarter than other people because they have to think outside the box most of the time to get out of those situations. Yeah, more brain stimulation. And that's all an IQ is, is the amount of ways that you can think outside of the box. That's all it is. Like, you could, you could lose your IQ with one swift punch to your head. Yeah. Or you can gain it back after years of therapy or whatever. It's a very interesting spectrum. What do you, what do you get tested at? Tested? Yeah. Like... For IQ. Oh, I mean, you can go to, like, your local, like, government facility or whatever and then, like, send you a pamphlet or whatever and stuff like that. Or you can go over to a college or whatever. I didn't need to be tested. I just literally, like, if you can understand quantum physics without any degree and you've been self-taught in it or, or the amount of information that you could hold within your brain, yeah. that, that gives you a really high IQ. I mean, I read this book, The Alligator Universe, by Brian Greene, and uh, it just seemed like wording convoluted. I mean, like quantum physics is basically we're looking through a microscope that you can't look through and believe it's what we're saying. Yeah, quantum, quantum physics is, and quantum theory was actually invented by uh, Jainism back in uh, ancient Indian times. Yeah because they were the most non-violent people in the world. And so, so this, one, this one monk was walking around and he found a water well. He lifted it up and before he drank it, he goes, there are tiny organisms living everywhere. Yeah, he said, how did you know? And he said, because I need to put a cloth over it so I don't kill those organisms. How did you know that there was organisms there? He said, well, if I'm an organism and there's an ant, there must be something smaller than an ant that my eye can't perceive. And I was like, that's genius. That, that was, we, we've had quantum theory for thousands of years. Yeah, because he was theorizing that there's something smaller, yeah. I mean, it's super, super simple. Like, it's, it's not that hard. Anything that can happen will happen yeah, at any the, time. The question is, how far down does it go? Uh, the string theory, they say, the most fundamental level. But, I mean, does it even go down that far? Is that even a real thing, or are they just blowing smokes? I don't trust authorities. So, <laughs> right, right, anti-authoritarian. Um, so, the way that you can, you can postulate it is this. If everything's an atom, and an atom is 99.9% .9 empty space anyway, that means any energy that's available at any point would not dictate size. Size doesn't actually matter. That's what quantum theory does dictate. Is size literally doesn't dictate anything. It's all empty space anyway. Now, women hate that theory. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you're dealing with a woman who really wants to deal with size, you're get kick her to the curb, dog. Kick her to the curb, okay? Nymphomania is a disease as well. <laughs> that, that, that's only empty space. Yeah, it's only empty space, right? <laughs> I mean, do some kegels. Come on, let's let's get exercise. Let's let's have some fun. You know what I mean? Everything's you know. Sex is supposed to be fun, not not scientific. You know, but like that's the I mean that's like the that's like the thing that's like funny is like so like the average like like male to female like genitalia is like always been the same. It's always been four inches. That's like depth and you know penis size. Like that's it's always been that way. That's like the normal. All these lies about like oh the average size is about six inches. Blah blah blah. But that's a lie. That is a that is a biggest lie I've ever heard of in my life. Well, you know, I met some guys with really big dicks, and I theorized personally that the guys with the big dicks come from 
the Nephilim bloodline. That, that human beings naturally do not have super large penises. Well, yeah, no, it's so tactically unadvantaged. We've been, we've been genetically manipulated since Genesis 6 with the, you know, the sons of God. That just, you know, makes sense to me. Yeah. No, I mean 100%. Well, actually, the funny thing is, is that uh, all kings have huge dicks. No, see, that's that's not true either. See, that's that's the thing is like the kings don't. It's not the fact that they're like they're the biggest or anything. It's that they have the most sex. So you work a muscle out, it actually gets bigger. It's a muscle, and it's and it's been proven in like Taoism. Like they, in Taoism, they have sexual energies, right? That was the first form of kung fu ever. Was when was when Adam and Eve had sex. <laughs> right? Yeah. Merging of the masculine and feminine energies together. Um, I mean, they don't believe in Adam and Eve, but you know, anyway, you know what I'm saying? So, but those, you can work it out. It's called sharpening your sword for a reason. Like, you, you work it out, you stretch it all the time, it gets bigger. Indian Indian yogis do it all the time. They, they literally break a nerve that's in it so they never get an erection ever again, so that way they don't feel arousal. But then they use that energy that they get from it to, like, pull a car with it. Yeah. They like they like they wrap a rope around it and pull a car and and it's not just a car okay it's a car with like twenty people inside of it like yeah. like it's scary how strong they are you know what I mean and and I love I love yogis because they always say well if I could do anything then anything is possible in the universe and yeah it's true you know what I mean a little bit of hard work and some and some spit and dirt you know what I mean you could do whatever uh, I don't care if yogis are seen on castles oh a lot of them are yeah definitely oh let's see okay. I mean, you gotta you gotta think like assholes are like opinions. Everybody has them, you know what I mean. But when you get too many of them in one room, it smells really bad. <laughs> you know, it just stinks. You know, that's the reason why I don't try to have opinions. Or that's real. That's what I, we were saying earlier, like about um, uh, 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 ethics and morals. Like uh, in Taoism, they they believe that like when compassion is lost, that you find ethics, right? Because ethics are really based off the community. In nature, they're find find a lion's ethics. A lion changes his ethics every day, just like a political spectrum does. Well, you know what I mean? So it separates man from beast that we're reasonable and ethics are development of reason. I mean, animals are super reasonable too. Like my dog is like the most reasonable creature on earth. It's like, all right, I'll listen to you. <laughs> no other creature on earth does that to me. You know? I mean, if it gets hungry, it's like, hey man, can can you help me out? Because you know you're my friend, right? And yeah. yeah, yeah, you know I got you. But that's after years of domestication. But then yeah. you look at cats. They've been humanized more than cats. And cats domesticated themselves. You know, which is interesting. So they were smart enough to be like, wow, these humans kind of got it right. You know, I like comfort. Well, cat, I've seen cats develop in the past 20 years of my life. You know, when I was a kid, all cats were assholes. You know, I don't know. Just, I, I feel like I see development of animals. Well, yeah, especially after a while too. Like you got to understand, like, um, like the whole species. Like, like America was like the nicest place to live in, as long as you weren't in a forest. There was no mosquitoes. There was no fleas. No rats. No dogs. No cats. They had, you know, very very basic things. And like it was really ferrets. Ferrets decimate American landscape all the time. That's why they're illegal. I've seen a ferret eat a license plate. Oh shit! They 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 can they can eat almost anything. Like their stomach acid is that strong, and then they can fit under areas that other animals can't. And foxes foxes aren't naturally you know here in America. Like George Washington brought them over so he can hunt them. So ferrets like the ultimate pest. Yeah, ferrets are yeah they're rodents. Yeah, one hundred percent. Rodents are not good. Like you don't you don't want them in nature. 
If you go to cold weather areas like Norway, Norway has no snakes, no spiders, and no mosquitoes. It's probably the nicest place to live in. Yeah. And most people in Norway, besides the lack of vitamin D due to sunshine, they're usually happy. It's a very nice nature to be around, you know? Yeah, I gotta get back there, man. It's, I mean, the cold weather's healthy and just... Well, you haven't been over there to Northern Europe? No, that's my thing is like, I've been to Canada, I've been to Mexico, and I've been in America, and like, that's why I want to travel more, because everybody's like, oh, you're so worldly, and I was like, I've never been around the world. You should get a boat and learn how to sail. I'm down, 100%. Dude, that is my goal. Let's do it. I already have a bow and arrow, dude. I can learn how to, how to, how to, how to bow fish, so we can just fish out there and stuff. Yeah, dude, yeah, man, yeah. it'd be easy. Do you get rainwater? I mean, it's illegal to collect rainwater and drink it, but we'll do it anyway. No, it's only illegal in the country you're in. If you're out on sea, there is no rules. Yeah. It's a, that's a big difference right there. It's a bad joke. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if you collect rainwater... I mean, it's, it's weird, because I was looking up some laws about that. Like, you can actually make your car run on water. It's been proven. Hydroelectric diffusers have been around for a while. Um, you just need a two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollar certificate that says that you could do it. Yeah, it just costs money. Everything yeah, I, costs money. I seen guy on YouTube do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, YouTube is amazing. Right. Yeah. No, my friend. Yeah, my friend learned it from YouTube and did it to his uh, to his SUV. He can never drive it now. The thing is, is, as long as he never drives it, it's okay to make his car run on water. <laughs> you know what I mean? He gets pulled over, he gets life in prison. But unless you get a permit that says that you're allowed to have an electric hydroelectric diffuser, then yeah, you're fine. And, and it's a it's a three-step system, you know, it's not that difficult. Um, well, I mean, t damn, the guy who invented the 200-mile-per-gallon engine back in the 50s uh, uh, got bought out by Chevy, and it's just sitting inside Chevy's old, you know, factories. Oh, I bet. Industry, man. Right, because, you, you know, you want you want people to, to make money and supply and demand and stuff like that, and, you know, it's a big thing. Order? Yeah, we can order. I don't know what he would like, but. Yeah, vegetables. We're gonna have on it. Okay. I, the one thing that I like about, like, speaking about yogis, like, the one thing that I like about it is, like, when I was doing yoga, like, oh, okay. What's that? Um, let's order something. What did you want to order? I'm going to have a yellow curry this time. Yellow curry? And I want it as hot as you can make it with a side of chilies. Hot meaning stove hot or hot as in? Spicy. Spicy. Medium stove hot. I, I don't like my food too hot stove hot. Oh, gotcha. But you want it spicy. Okay. So we can do extra spicy. As much as you can do. Okay. And then what choice of protein would you like in that? No meat, vegetable, and then uh, Would you like tofu? No tofu. Two things of rice. Okay. And 
for you? Um, I'll do the steamed tilapia. Can I do the uh, ginger soy dressing though? Oh, that one's really good. And then, um, can I have a side of a sticky rice? And then, um, what do you think he'd want? Like, I just get him a vegetable plate. I'm sure he doesn't want any like. You want to get him some chicken skewers or something? Yeah, get him that. Chicken yeah, can, satay? Yeah, can you get the chicken satay and um, just like a side of rice for him too? And then can you like half and half it for us because we're going to do the, 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 like, the order like the after it's all done? Yeah, the bill. yeah, yeah, I can do that. I'll do that at the end. Oh, yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Alrighty, so I have your yellow curry, extra spicy, and then you want no meat, and then you want an extra side of rice. And then you're gonna do the steamed tilapia with the ginger soy, sticky rice, and then we're gonna do the order of the chicken satay with um, rice as well, correct? Yes. All right. I might get an extra thing of rice, but I'll wait on it. Yeah, just let me know. It's it's easy. It's something we can just pull out. Okay. Can I get a, um, do you guys do a, is your Thai tea with a half and half or with a coconut milk? It is with half and half. I do have coconut if you need it. Um, it's it's more like a. It's a thick coconut. It's like what we cook with it. Like cream. Like yeah, coconut. it's like a coconut cream. Yeah, can you, can you, can you cook my cream, coconut milk, and my dairy? It's a, it's a pre, it's pre-made already. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do a Thai tea. Thai tea, and is the half and half okay? Yeah, yeah, I'll just do it with the half and half. All right, I'll go put that in for you guys, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. Your soup is yeah, I like this place, but I thought they made the curry from scratch. My opinions, and then the Oh, well, what they do is like with a, with a lot of other places, because I was raised around a lot of Asian people when I was younger. Um, they have these giant factories, man, that always make like fresh curries. Yeah. And like, you'd be so surprised. Like, the green curry, like, in a, in a Thai restaurant, has like 40 ingredients in it, and one of them is dried shrimp and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, like, it's really, really like. It's really, really like important to get like the correct like uh, ingredients and stuff. So they always just make sure that they get like the one, you know, like we were talking about in Europe, how they always have like that one family that does the one thing specifically. Yeah. Like in a lot of Asian cultures, they do the same thing. They always have that, like that one family that's always gonna do the one thing, and then they have a, a factory business now that's like curry. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's And it's the best. Yeah, it's the best way to do it because that way, like Lao Tzu says, win without competing. You know what I mean? You know, and you know, you gotta you gotta unlearn something to be able to learn something. You know. Didn't you say Bruce Lee was a big? Uh, yeah, he was a Taoist. Yeah, yeah. Lao Tzu. Yeah, he loved he loved he loved Taoism, but he was like a product of his time though, because you got to think in like the '60s and the '70s. That's when like a lot of like the American media came out and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And he got a little cocky, you know, and everything, and yeah. like you know all those kicks you take to the head, you know. And then he got into a coma and died, you know what I mean, from brain aneurysms and swollen, you know. And he was using this experimental Russian electro technology to be able to pump his muscles so he didn't have to work out uh, that's some shot him. and no no that was a son uh, yeah bruce lee's son got shot on the set of the crow because they thought it was a fake bullet but blanks still fire that's what people have to understand so in movies like that's why they take extra precaution and now they only use cg because they used to use crazy people <laughs> man people back in the yeah people back in the day in hollywood were crazy man they would use blanks and they'd have real live things like that's why I love Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino uses no CG in any of his movies. Yeah. All those explosions you see are real, and they could definitely kill people if they wanted to. Yeah. You know, to be on a Quentin Tarantino movie, like you gotta, you gotta have, you know, you You're gotta have some cojones on. Yeah. yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta be a man about your stuff, because like that's what that's what's missing out of Hollywood nowadays was, like 
the reason why people like John Wayne compared to Clint Eastwood was because Clint Eastwood did a lot of foreign films and like the American audience was like, oh, why is he doing that? That's not very American. But John Wayne was just the manliest man ever. He would literally like, whatever you saw on TV is what he did in real life. You know what I mean? And he started, I saw him in a movie in 1930. It was like 1932. It was some cheap little Western movie. You know what I mean? And like, you could still see the film grain on the side and a little cigarette burn to tell you when to switch the slides and stuff. But I love old movies. Like, they're so good. Like, like they have a different kind of thing about them. Like the like the the dialogue is worse. Well, I mean, the dialogue from it is uh, it's wonderful life. I thought was awesome. Yes. And like Casablanca was good, but it was totally communist propaganda. But I hear you about the old movies. Like old movies have like this specific feel about them, and then they always talk about like oh well, you know. Um, you know, uh, white Hollywood and blah, 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 blah. But, like, back in the day, like, Ricardo Montalbo and, like, Ricky Martin or you know, they, they, were, they were they were some of the biggest yeah, stars Ricky in the world. Ricardo, yeah. yeah, Ricky Ricardo, thank you. And uh, who else? Like, um, Sidney Poitier and... Cab Calloway was not all the way white and Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. Like, all yeah. those dudes. Yeah. You know what it is, man? It's this uh, racial communist, like, trying to bring down white people, which, you know... I know there's a lot of rich white people. <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, but there's also like more Saudi princes that are worth more money than anybody else. But yeah. nobody's talking about the oppression of the Middle East, though. And they're hella oppressive. <laughs> and yes, they are, and they're super. And I'm I'm Muslim, so I can say that. You know, yeah. like honestly, like I'm Arab too, so I know how bad it is. And like I got dehumanized a lot as a child from post 9/11 and stuff like that. Like I almost didn't graduate second grade because of it. You know, because like my teachers just didn't want me to succeed because I was Arab. You know what I mean? Like that kind of that kind of stuff gets ingrained into cultures and like nobody talks about that yeah. it's like I, I, lo- I love the I love the stop Asian hate thing because it's true like Asian women are the most sex sold slaves like in the world and oh yeah but then they're doing it here in America and then the Asians here in America like what Asian hate like, yeah and then a like, lot maybe of people, once in a while they get hit but for the most part thank you you're very well and like now people like in America are being like social justice for like other parts of the world but they're not putting money into it they're just talking on social media yeah, instead of doing anything yeah. and they always say you know talk to talk or walk the walk and nobody walks the walk everybody just talks the talk and the kids are insane I don't think it's I don't think it's fair that we have all this like good media and good outlets and everything like that but instead people use it to just try and spread a message instead of actually raising money to be able to make that message apparent yeah do so cause like the the, the anti-billionaire people are my favorite cause I'm definitely anti-millionaire I think if you're a millionaire you either got lucky or you inherited it. You know what I mean? Most most millionaires in America are self-made, don't get me wrong, but most of them lose it in about 10 years. Billionaires are people who just literally could not not make money. They're too smart. Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett is like a great example. He got rich super slow. He's like, what, like 70 something now? And now he's worth less money than Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and all them, but yet, the way he did it was through stocks and it helped invest in companies to make them big. That's why Coca-Cola is so big is because of Warren Buffett. Pepsi-Cola came out first before Coca-Cola. Yeah. And it was, it, was a, it was one of the first companies to ever allow like minorities to be on ads. Oh, wait, Pepsi came before Coke? I thought Coke was original. No, see, Coca-Cola was not original. Coca-Cola was the first cola to have Coca in it. <laughs> That's why it was Coca-Cola. And that's why Pepsi Cola is different. Cola is just a type of the type of soda that's made from like Indian spices and syrup and and carbonation. 
they have a lot of nutmeg, you know, uh, cinnamon, you know, things like that in there. It was a medicinal thing. It was used to like help cure stomachs because people were, like weren't used to eating bread so much when they were poor. Yeah. So they were like, "Man, I need something to cure it." Doctors were like, "Oh, I got you carbonated water. Now let's add syrup to it. Now you now you get energy from it. You know what I mean? And things like that. Like it used to be medicine. Like same thing with whiskey. Whiskey used to be medicine. You know things like that. So it's like a really if you don't know about history, you're doomed to repeat it, right? And then so people don't know about Pepsi came at first. It was called Brad's Cola originally, and then they changed it to. Pepsi Cola. Whenever um, the only reason why Pepsi didn't get that popular was because when the military was like, "Oh, can we use your syrup to help like make candies and stuff for um, for the military and everything?" Pepsi was kind of like, "No, I'm not. I'm not about the military." And so they didn't get as much funding. So when Coca-Cola said yes, the military just was like, "You want to add revenue? Here you go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, here's all the ad revenue and stuff. So like, now buy war bonds for Coca-Cola to help your." local, you know, U.S. trooper and stuff like that. Well, I mean, Coca-Cola does taste better. And that's, that's like, an interesting thing, because, like, we don't have the original formula of either one. Yeah. Well, if you want to say what, what really tasted good back in the day, oh, I bet you Coca-Cola tasted horrible back in the day, because it had cocaine and heroin. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, that was like the, the weirdest drug mixture ever. He actually, the reason why Coca-Cola was invented was because when people came back from the Afghan war in the 1800s, they were super bad heroin addicts because heroin was, was being manufactured because of surgery. All people back in the day used to have to just take surgery like a champ. You got a bullet in you? We're just going to open you up right here on the field. What? Open heart surgery. Let's go. Like, you just had to be alive. Like, oh my gosh. You know, back in the day, they used to just mercy kill people because you didn't have a better option. But after, after you know, opiates and, and heroin and stuff were invented... Uh, when the soldiers came back, they were super DTing. They were like, man, I gotta get my fix on heroin, you know? Nobody has it, you know? And so he invented literally a dispensary system because carbonation allows you to absorb nutrients better in your in your gut. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know. Because that's why mineral water is so good for you. I know carbonation is super acidic, right? Yeah. Right. That's what I find. But I didn't know you can absorb nutrients better. Right. If I would have known that, I would have been doing my herbs with carbonated water. Right, and that's what a lot of people do, is they do a lot of herbs with, with carbonation and stuff like that. Like, mineral water is a diffuser. Yeah. So you can diffuse a lot of stuff, you know, with... Um, See, I had no idea. I wish I'd known that earlier. I mean, it's hard to, you know, to, to do it. And then, like, once you have that that ability to know that, like, that's why the doctors were so smart back in the 1800s. So when, when he, he made a shuttle system... Of cocaine and caffeine because it helped remove the effects of, of heroin yeah. but then everybody got all addicted to cocaine and caffeine <laughs> you know and like and like caffeine is like what like seven times more addictive than, than cocaine yeah. so imagine mixing them together back in the day oh and you had cough medicine that was all heroin and cocaine here let's numb your throat kids all the kids are like I can't sleep now you know like oh my gosh like yeah Mikhail Foucault said things are better back in the day than they are today Oh, I, I mean, can, it sounds like they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can imagine why, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's also why Muslims don't uh, don't believe in, like, taking intoxicants and stuff like that, because when you have those kinds of those things, that look what happens now, like, a hundred years later, boom, everybody's a drug addict now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so normal to be a drug addict, you know? Yeah, little high school girls, I need my Seroquel. Right, and, you know, oh, I'm going to take... Uh, Coracetin cold cough congestion. That's that's literally an amphetamine. 
Yeah, like you take you take eight of them and it literally makes you feel like you're on meth. Yeah, we used to drink Robitussin bottles, whole bottles for oh, yeah. dextromethorphan, just got all loaded. Oh man, and it was a good high. Yeah, my friend and I used to we used to synthesize DXM. That you only need alcohol to like diffuse it out back out again, and you could take pure DXM and stuff. Oh shit, if only we knew that. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's crazy and it tastes like grape swishers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's weird, but like you know, like yeah, you could do so much stuff with it, and like imagine like. Instead, back in the day, because we were talking about Taoism, right? Taoists believe in uh, alchemy, right? Internal and external, right? So the external alchemy would be like chemistry. So like the original chemists were like Taoists, and they believed in, a, in an elixir of immortality. Yeah. Some people literally took gold, melted it, and tried drinking it. Uh, monotonic gold. And uh, there's ways of doing that, and I want to figure out how to do it, so I want to try it. And yeah, you can, so now we have edible gold. Right, which is super, super just flakes, so just like 24 karat or whatever, and it's actually good for you. You have gold in your body that you need to eat, like to sustain health, but not like, not like, not like an immense amount. Like it's like copper. Like okay, so am I gonna eat a penny? No, you know. And then you eat it when you're fasting, so you can better absorb it, even though you can't really absorb it anyways. Right. Uh, too many atoms in the molecule. Right, and so you have like things like fat soluble vitamins and minerals and stuff like that. So that's the reason why a lot of times they put like gold on like ice cream yeah. and chocolate and stuff like that. It makes it easier to absorb. But like, yeah, you probably feel better having that. And Taoists knew that like back in what? When was Taoism around 600 CE or BC? So like 600 or like, yeah, like 2,600 years ago. Yeah, and gold flakes are super cheap. Those paper thin gold flakes. I'm gonna start making tea with them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, it's really interesting because, like, if you, like, took, like, the idea of, like, chemistry and, you know, alchemy and stuff like that, like, for how ancient humans were, like, ancient humans had such a high IQ to be able to, like, astronomy. Yeah. Like, I'm going to use a sextant and figure out, like, the degree of, like, this star right here to be able to tell how far I need to go. Well, like, I mean, they just spent weeks and months and years, like, thinking about shit. Like, nowadays, you're like... What's good at time me up? <laughs> right, right. Nowadays, nowadays we're like, let me just check Google. You know what I mean? Back in the day, they had no Google. Yeah, they sit, they listen, look at stars for months. Yeah. And yeah, I mean that's like uh, Eric the Red. Like that's where we have Leif Erikson Day here yeah. in America because he showed up before Christopher Columbus ever did, and he found a rock. It was like a type of um, type of quartz, and he would just place it against the sun, and he would be able to angle out. Like, how you'd be able to travel, and since, you know, Viking longboats were so good at travel, yeah, he yeah. made it across the Atlantic Ocean faster, because the Atlantic Ocean is, like, so crazy that there's, like, hurricanes and stuff constantly yeah. all the time there, but the Pacific Ocean's calm, and the reason why it's calm is because, like, well, balance, you know what I mean? Yeah, so calm. Mother Nature knows, and then when there's, like, a lot of, like, when there's a lot of travel, like, the Atlantic Ocean's super scary, like, things that live swordfish, you know? You ever see where the oceans meet? The color dichotomy? Yeah. and What's up with that? So it's it's interesting because it actually says it in the Quran, actually, which is really, really interesting about it. This is why I think Islam is the truth. But, like, it talks about how because of the, the, the like, how would, you, how would you describe this? Because salt is electric in its nature, you know, an electrolyte, you yeah. know, and everything like that, because it diffuses things, right? There's a diffusion process that happens with different heaviness of water. H2O is just basic water. There's no such thing as H2O in nature. There's H2O B12 with like calcium and phosphorus. You know, we have aquifers everywhere. Yeah, there's you know, no stuff distilled like water in nature. Yeah. Right, and, and you, instead you have to distill it yourself. You know what I mean? And so 
you know, there's no more B12 inside water, but there's also a lot, a lot less cholera, so you so kind of win. You're saying the oceans are two different types of waters? Yes, and so, like, you got to think about the seaweed that's there, the fish, all that stuff. Like, it, it changes the diffusion of it. So it would literally be able to stand side by side and never merge. So certain fish will not go from one ocean to the other? No, yeah, they'll die. So, that's crazy, they'll just stay in their own ocean. Yeah, because look at turtles. Like, turtles don't actually go from, like, they, they go from ocean to ocean, but they're not fish. Yeah. You know, they're amphibians. Or reptiles, or whatever they are. But, uh, you know, but, like, like that's that's the thing that's crazy about it, is they'll use, like, a shuttle system. How are we doing over here? Kind of like, I guess that's the theme of our podcast, shuttle systems. But uh, they'll, use, they'll, use, they'll use the uh, EMI or whatever, the, you know, eastern, you know, migration current or whatever, and it shoots them. So they just travel. Like, Finding Nemo is correct. Like, yeah. it really happens. Like, that really does. I've watched hella documentaries, like, as a kid. Um, and, like, turtles will do that. And then, fit, so swordfish got smart marlins and stuff like that and they'll use it to super shoot themselves to where they'll be able to stab the turtles and get some food and stuff like it's crazy like nature is scary no yeah it's a straight design yeah like there's people you know like the big bang theory like the people who really believe that shit like yeah like we'll see okay i can i can say the big bang theory is pretty normal i'll say it because of this imagine being god right now, this is, this is beyond our comprehension, but imagine being God and just questioning yourself. Oh, and then the whole universe created itself. You were just always existing. There was, Like they said, the Tao is ever eternal and formless in its nature. It's always there. It's always been there. And the first question was why. <laughs> why? Boom! The whole universe just created itself. And now it's a catarrhythmic resonance, the domino effect of what consciousness would be. And you're just waiting until it forms back into itself. But it's always been doing this always been trying to transform itself and change and do this over and over and over again all all relative realities always exist at all times well the question is knowledge how do people know that like we, de- we don't know that by definition you don't need we, to know we it assume it we think but how see it says that Frank his thoughts are higher than our thoughts his ways above our ways how are we going to know what he thinks Right. So, you know, how arrogant would it be for me to think? Thank you so much. That I know, like the nature of the universe, and by you know definition. Oh man, is that a healer? Yeah. Oh man, I love it. He knows him real well. Oh, I know. I know. Uh-huh. Huh? There's no cows here. You're fine. Don't worry. You don't have to do your job. He's just a lot, a lot of activity going on here. He uh, wants to protect me. Right. It's all about protecting Dad. Uh, Ricky, Frank, 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 Frank. You want to That's your response. Sorry. You got this water bottle. This little treat. Oh, that's why, that's why I just fist bumped you. So I have a teaser for you. Yeah. You stop it. Hey. Stop. He's so excited. He wants to. You say, Dad, I'm happy. I'll jump up on you and knock you off balance. He's not a little thing. He's about maybe 40 pounds. He, he, he can knock me completely over if he jumps and I don't respect him. If I embrace myself. That's a 40 pound dog? Yeah. That small? Yeah. Man, he's got some dense bones, that's for sure. He's just strong. My gosh. He's just solid as a rock. Yeah, you look like a champion, that's for sure. He's, he's not quite a year old yet. He'll be a year old in about uh, the 24th, maybe about three weeks. That makes sense, yeah. Yep. Rick just called the man. Called what? Called the healer. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a blue healer. 
Yep. Yeah, my friend used to have a red. Yeah, they're good dogs. Yeah, red. Yeah, he was red, but he was mixed with dingo. He was a he was an actual farmer dog. Cause my friend these, was a. These are all got forty percent dingo blood in them. Yeah. yeah. They're mixed with a, uh, with uh, a Highland uh, last uh, Highland collies and um, Kelpie and uh, and Dalmatian. Yeah, the Kelpie I could see a lot in that one. Yeah. yeah. See, like he actually jumped up and. and Junior.